0: Hello, for this. this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Catherine Bale. Catherine, are you ready to do this?
1: Yes, I am, and thank you so much for having me, George. It's great to be with you, and it's great to be with everybody who is listening.
0: Let's go. I love it. Catherine is the founder of The Awakened Company. She is a Profit 200 founder, best-selling award-winning author, culture and leadership consultant. The book is The Awakened Company. Catherine, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. So personal
1: life, well, that's a very interesting question. I am a mother, a wife. I'm godmother to 10 kids. I play tennis. I love to windsurf. I am also really believe in giving back to community. So I'm involved in the Science Center. I'm involved with the Impact Society. And I also have something called the Awaken Project, which helps female entrepreneurs who are uh, in need Uh, start their own businesses so that they can make a life for themselves. In terms of work, I uh, founded a company called The Awaken Company, and our vision is to ignite and sustain the fire within with passion, purposefulness, and playfulness. Our whole focus is on how do we awaken ourselves first, relationships, and then our teams. If you think of a drop in the ocean. The first drop is awakening ourselves. Then the next ripple is awakening our relationships. And the next ripple is awakening our teams and organizations. And everything we do helps to bring humanity back into organizations. And I do this based on having being really a serial entrepreneur. So I've been in the seat of uh, leaders and just, I just want to share all the kind of mistakes I've made so that people don't repeat them. Uh, and it's been a heck of a lot of fun. I have amazing partners that I work with and uh, really thrilled to, to share the work with
0: more people. Awesome. Why bring humanity back into organizations?
1: So, first of all, there's something I want everybody to know, that... Business research says if we focus two thirds on our corporate culture and one third on financial success, that that is where alchemy happens. That is where magic happens. The least performing organizations are those that focus solely on the bottom line. Yet, often when I meet with CEOs, they'll say and leaders, they'll say, "You know, uh, I want you to help me, Kath, bring that bring our company from zero to a billion dollars in five years, like you did that other company." And uh, my answer is that's the wrong focus. Really, we have to focus on what problems are we solving? And then, again, to dissect it from the lens of this why. You asked me such a great question. Why do this? Because the majority of people are not engaged at work. Secondly, when you think of relationships, most people rate the time with their boss as the worst time of their day. (laughs) And then thirdly, um, thirdly, is most businesses don't survive past nine years. So, what we're doing, what we've been doing in the past hasn't worked. So, now what we do is we bring in how do we become more self aware as leaders? And I believe everybody's a leader. And, George, the moment we call somebody a follower, the behavior actually denigrates. Hmm. So, their behavior degrades. So, how do we bring in some more self awareness? So, we do mindfulness, we do Enneagram sessions. We do many different things to help bring in more self awareness, and when it comes to relationships, I'm just trying to give people like little hacks that they can apply to their their lives now, uh, because I don't really think we have a moment to lose. Like I really, I really don't. For the sake of our children, for the sake of uh, future generations, we, for the sake of our planet, we don't. Um, so second, when it comes to relationships, there's so many easy things that we can do, such as positively notice each other and so often we don't do this i was at a session recently and there were uh, um, the presidents of universities and one of the presidents said the most powerful thing i did every day was i wrote thank you notes to people Mm. so really just positively noticing each other is one hack that every person can do to improve engagement, improve the relationship and spend time one-on-one with each other from a heartful and mindful and spacious place. The third one in terms of our teams is begin to measure our culture. And often that is not done. Well, you say, Kath, you know, how do you measure culture? Here are some examples, measure whether a number one, do you actually have a vision? Most leaders who I meet with, when I say, what's your vision? They ramble for like five, 10 minutes. I'll ask someone else on the team. They ramble for another five, 10 minutes. They don't know what their vision is. And unless we know what our intention is uh, for organizations, that's really challenging to measure anything else. So number one, do we have a clear vision? Do people know it? Do we have clear values? Do people know them? And are we measuring them and measuring them in terms of how we hire, who we hire, et cetera? So there are some very simple hacks that every person can do. And let's say you're not a leader, you can do this anyway. I really invite in everybody to kind of own their experience and own their own leadership and their own empower themselves.
0: I love it. We don't have a moment to lose, yet we don't act that way.
1: No, we don't. And yet death is a great reminder Because none of us know when we're really going to go. So why aren't we savoring the moments that we have now? Why are we not fully experiencing them, embodying them? And why are people cutting off their lifeblood, to use your term, lifeblood at work? We can't be cutting out parts of ourselves and parts of our being at work. And at the same time, I don't, I know there's, there's this whole thing about bring your whole self to work. I do believe in proper boundaries. Like, I do believe we need proper boundaries. And I think our humanity, we're asking, I think it's time to bring our humanity wherever we go because we don't have a moment to lose. So if we're shut off from that source, then, how could, how are we actually being? because when when we take a moment, we pause, we get into that creative flow, we're actually more productive. So I think we we don't have a moment to lose. We all need to kind of realize how if today were my last day, how do I actually want to live it and and behave from that place?
0: Agreed. I wrote down we haven't figured out how to work yet. It's pretty it's pretty amazing that the vast majority of us are working in in roles or jobs that we don't like or we actively disengaged in it. And that's and that's just crazy. It's like a chicken and the egg kind of a thing. Am I doing what I need to be doing as an individual to change that and as an organization, I there's an opportunity. It's not my job to do that, maybe it is to help foster that.
1: You're raising a very important point, and I think people need to take responsibility for their own experience. So I believe everybody should create a personal aim that reminds them of why they're here every day, and then live from that personal aim place, that personal why. Um, And when we do that, then our vistas at work will open up because all of a sudden everything will have more meaning associated with it because actually everything you do at work is meaningful. And what's so people are just dis- disconnected from meaning and belonging at work. And, and I would invite in that it's time to bring our full selves in terms of, okay, I am doing this because I know what my aim is. I know what my focus is. I know how I'm, I'm going to direct my attention. I there's, kind of two mnemonics that i use and that's one is abc so what's my attitude what's my behavior what's my commitment abc and for everybody to take responsibility for that the other is intention awareness action so what's your intention are you bringing it into your awareness and are you acting from that place because when we do that whether it's whether we're sweeping the floor taking care of our kids or in a boardroom, all of a sudden everything matters and it's finding meaning and belonging wherever we are and wherever we show up. The challenge is though, we're so often people are so disconnected from, from that and not knowing or considering what their intention is. So we're really talking about the self-awareness piece of, of, um, the Awakening Companies process, the self-development, please. How are we awakening ourselves? Because really, that whole first drop, if we can't get that first drop ignited, then it's very hard to remove the other drops. You know, it's hard to awaken our relationships if we aren't kind of present with ourselves. And we've been doing this for a number of decades. And I remember I'd get up in the boardroom and I'd say, OK, we're I'd call it centering because centering felt more safe than um, mindfulness at the time, a couple decades ago. <laughs> and I'd say, OK, we're going to do a centering break. And I'd be like the only woman in the room and I'd be sweating going, oh, my gosh. And always people felt better after they just took a pause before starting the meeting. So now there's boards of directors starting with centering before moving into their agenda. And that's incredibly powerful just to take a moment. Just to take the pause.
0: So in a lot of ways, we are sleepwalking through our days in our lives, and we're just. We either don't know we don't recognize or realize this. This can be totally different. A, a life of feeling engaged and feeling like I'm doing important work is I'm already doing it. It's just just flipping the switch a little bit.
1: Hmm. Very much so. It's flipping the switch to bring our intention in. Do you have an intention? Do you have a personal aim, George?
0: I am working to help people get better at money so they can live how they want.
1: See, exactly. So you are able to just say that. The majority, you are unlike 99% of people. Most people don't have that aim. And yet what's interesting is the more we bring that intention in, actually the more financially successful we will be over the long run. It's not mutually exclusive. So it's kind of like, we think we put these, all these piles in separate dishes and they're not mutually, they're not mutually exclusive. We are whole and we're interconnected with everything we did do. So for example, with Awaken, with uh, Blue Era, one of my other companies, we played with things. So we did things like mindfulness breaks. We did unlimited vacations. We did bring your dog to work days. And this is a number of decades ago. And, we were very profitable and i think we were very profitable as a result of people felt um, welcome whole it was exciting it was innovative and they they could bring themselves to work so for example anyone at any time could call call a mindfulness break and we weren't doing it for the money alone we were doing it for for people have meaningful experiences at work that was really Really, when Jahan and I started it, it was really we wanted to create a great company where people had great experiences and those great experiences then carried over to the bottom line. Not mutually exclusive.
0: And was that just was that just obvious to you? You were way ahead of the curve. Um
1: Well, you know, I wrote, so I wrote The Awakened Company. It was in process over 14 years ago and it was published seven years ago and uh, was republished just recently. And people are like, oh, this is the book for our time. And I think that's a challenge for uh, people, for some people is like, I just kind of saw it, like this is the way it should be and did it. And so, yes, it um, the timing is for now, and yet I was doing it years ago. So I just think, you know, I, and, and all in this moment, it's all good. You know, it's pretty remarkable it was re-released. And most business books don't survive six months. And it's an honor and a privilege. And I'm thrilled for anybody who reads the book and anybody who and everyone who reads it has a positive impact as a result of reading it. I want to challenge. I want everybody to challenge the status quo. Businesses, business is not working. Organizations are human communities. So let's bring humanity back into our workplaces for our future generations, for our kids and their kids. And with that long-term view, then everything we do in this moment has poignant significance.
0: Because well said
1: thanks george
0: this is a book for all time not just right now it's going to be a book it was a book for 15 30 years ago and it'll be a book 15 30 years from today Catherine.
1: yes and more books on the way more surprising books on the way (laughs) i love it yeah
0: well thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you and your work with consulting and where can people pick up their copy of the awakened company
1: so Awakened Company can be found on Amazon. You can find Awaken Company at com. Find me, Catherine Arbell, on LinkedIn. Find us, Awakened Company, on Instagram. And I think it's under The Awakened Company on Instagram and Facebook. And we're also on Twitter. And, you know, the amazing Sherry has us on TikTok. Which is like, I feel kind of like, oh, I'm so old to be on TikTok. However, she's got us on TikTok. So we're on TikTok. And sign up to our newsletter because we provide monthly newsletters, which are very practical, that aim to give everybody life um, practices to improve their lives.
0: Love it. I feel like everybody's too old to be on TikTok, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Even even 15-year-olds are probably too old to be on TikTok. Anyway. That is a start for another day. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Catherine your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to the Awakened, is it AwakenedCompany.com, Catherine?
1: That's correct, AwakenedCompany.com.
0: Go to AwakenedCompany.com, pick up your copy of The Awakened Company on Amazon and find Catherine on LinkedIn and also Instagram and TikTok, and I'll link all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Catherine.
1: Thank you so much, George. Thanks for having me.
0: And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.